Hi and welcome to the fifth Gareth Coins podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about two cases which at first glance do not seem to be connected in any way, shape or form. Um, but they are, they are both well-known cases and they are both connected for reasons which I will explain um, in this episode. And that is the disappearances of Madeline McCann and Shannon Matthews. Now, You will have heard them names before and now thinking what, how are they connected? What have they got to do with, with each other? Um, now, I'll explain that and hopefully at the end you will see how they are connected um especially not that many people expect them to be connected or think they're connected so i'll give you a bit of information first so madeline mccann went missing on the evening of the 3rd of May, 2007, uh, from an apartment in Pride in the Algarve region of Portugal. Um, and this one is a very well-known case of um, the disappearance it's well known not just to our um, not just to UK citizens and people but in every kind of way possible Um, now Madeline where she went missing from there were no signs of forced entry um when the police checked uh there was nothing to say that someone had broken to the McCann's apartment in Portugal now the reason why the uh, Shannon Matthews and the Madeleine McCann cases are connected is because the 
Shannon Matthews case, um, which if you're from the UK, you will know that Karen Matthews, who is Shannon Matthews' own mum, set that up. Um, but that was set up because Karen Matthews thought that she would get the same response, the same money, um, the same searches that the McCann's got. Um, and I don't in any way condone what Karen Matthews did. I don't like Karen Matthews. I don't agree with what she did. Um, I can't stand the sight of her. But she did unwittingly show the divide between the rich and the poor in the United Kingdom. Um, and that is because Madeleine McCann's parents, they were both in the medical profession. They were both well off. They lived in a nice house with their three children at the time of Madeline's disappearance um, and millions of pounds was offered for the uh, for help in finding Madeline McCann so you may now see why they are connected but Karen Matthews uh, downfall most of it anyway was her behaviour she was making jokes um a police officer's phone was ringing when she was sat in her front room in her house with them and karen thought it a very good idea to start dancing to this song and she said she loved that song it's not exactly normal um if your child has gone missing um especially if your daughter's gone missing you are going to be wondering where she is. Is she okay? Is she safe? What are they doing to her? 
Now, Karen Matthews didn't really do any of this. Um, she was making jokes and dancing to a police officer's ringtone. Um, not exactly normal behaviour for a mum whose daughter has disappeared. It, everyone around Karen Matthews had noticed that weird behaviour. Um, and so had the police. Um, and the, the police kept adding things up in their head and, and looking. And, you know, how come she's dancing and cracking jokes when her daughter is missing and she has no idea where she is? The reason we all found out later was that Karen knew where Shannon was um, and Karen was actually um, known very well to this person. Um, now, she was on benefits, um, unemployed. She was living on a council estate in a council house. And that was... Sadly, the difference and an obvious difference in how much money was put into finding Shannon. Um, the McCanns got millions and, in fact, are still getting money today. To find Madeline, and they've they've had tens of millions of pounds. Um, but the police are still looking for Madeline today. Uh, now, there was some odd things in that. Um, which I will explain as well as I can. Um, and one example of...
something odd or unexpected was either the night before Madeline went missing or the night, the actual night when she went missing. And uh, Jerry McCann told of how he was stood at the bedroom door watching Madeline sleep and thinking to himself, she was so beautiful. Now, was is past tense. It's not in the here and now. Um, so, how could he think she was so beautiful? Unless something had happened to her prior to uh, to Madeline um, and actually Madeline herself said something about her and her little brother um, and she said this I believe to Kate McCann she said why did you not come in last night when me and my brother was crying? Um, so, that was odd. Why would Madeline say that? Um, so, Gets you wondering, thinking about things. Um, but what the McCanns did, they were about 20 to 30 minutes walking from the apartment that Madeline and her younger siblings were sleeping in. Um, and they was at a bar with friends. Well, bar slash restaurant with friends. Um, having a laugh and a joke and having a drink and enjoying themselves. Well, really, what they should have done was stay with those kids. But they didn't. Um, so that was odd. Why would you uh, go to somewhere that is that far away from where your apartment is, where your children? are in bed asleep 
you know, what could them children do if they needed mummy and daddy? They couldn't do nothing because crying or shouting wasn't really going to help, wasn't going to do anything because the McCann's weren't close enough to hear that. So, that didn't really make sense. I mean, if that was the plan, um, and that's what they was going to do while they were on holiday, then surely it would have been better to leave the kids with grandparents in the UK somewhere where there would always be someone where they would always be safe rather than leaving them in an apartment in Pridaloo's asleep in the bedroom where if Madeline or one of her younger siblings was going to cry or shout or scream mummy and daddy wouldn't hear that so that was odd and there are a lot of people that think that the McCanns were giving their children something at night to help them sleep so that they wouldn't be disturbed. Um, if you don't want to be disturbed while you are on holiday, leave the kids with grandparents. Don't take them. Give them something to help them sleep and go 20 to 30 minutes by walking away from the apartment and the bedroom in which your children are asleep. So that was odd. Um, now after... Madeline's disappearance slash abduction. Um, the McCann's rented a car. Now this was two to three days after Madeline had gone missing. They rented a car and the police had brought cadaver dogs in that look or get the smell of dead bodies. And there were two spots in particular 
where the cadaver dog actually hit on um one was the wardrobe in the bedroom in which Madeline and her siblings had been sleeping. Um, the dog sensed on the wardrobe, but the second place is the strangest of all because the second place that this cadaver dog hit was on the car that the McCanns had rented after Madeline's disappearance slash abduction. So why would that dog hit on the car when the McCanns didn't actually have that car when Madeline went missing. Um, you know, it's not, it's not a fairly easy thing. You know, the dog was there to get the smell of dead bodies and and hit on locations where that dog sensed there had been a dead body. Um, the wardrobe in the bedroom of the apartment where Madeline and her siblings were asleep. Um, the, even that's fairly creepy, especially for her siblings. But the one that stood out most and this isn't just to me um it was also to the portuguese police um and in fact one of the portuguese police officers that investigated Madeline McCann's disappearance has actually written a book about that case. Um, but even they sensed that a car in which the McCann's didn't have when Madeline went missing well, how could that dog hit 
on that car. Madeline wasn't in it. Went nowhere near it. Gets you thinking because them dogs are well trained and they are well trained enough to be very good at doing the job for which they will have passed a number of tests just to do that job um, because they have to be very well trained they have to be trained on um, at least one thing in specific um, in that case it was a dog that was there to sniff out or hit on locations where there had been a dead body. Uh, doesn't really make sense. Um, and there is not just uh, not just Jerry McCann that messed up by using the word was rather than is but uh, there's a line in a book that was written by Kate McCann um, and the book is called Madeline um, and the book has one line in it uh, in particular now, I'm not going to say the line uh, for basically two reasons. One of which is it's very graphic um, and very sick um, and the second is because no mum should write a book about their own daughter and use that line in it um, I don't know why she did uh but it is downright sick in my eyes. Um, and it's a line that you don't cross. You don't do that. 
especially when it's a book about your own daughter. So, no, you don't really do that at all. Um, but this next bit that I'm going to say isn't so much about Shannon Matthews or Madeline McCann although it's related to Madeline it's not about her and that is that there seems to be an awful lot of images of Madeline but none are next to none of her siblings um, it seems certainly weird that the only child that was really pictured was Madeline. Um, and you could take that in any way you, you want. You could take that as in, you know, that's what it was. You know, this was planned or you could say, well, maybe the other two didn't really like being pictured. Um, the first one, if it is the first one, would say a lot about the case. Um, and would question a lot of what we have been told. But the second and that reason doesn't really sound right. Which child does not want to be photographed? Which child doesn't want to be in videos? Um, so that they can see themselves on a photograph or in a video on the TV. Um, I've never met a child like that um never known of one um so you can kind of decide for yourself there um 
I'm putting them reasons out there because it doesn't really seem right to me. And if you have read Kate McCann's book called Madeline, um, I think very much that you will know which line in that book I am on about. Um, and if you haven't read it, um, when you do read it, I'm sure it will not take you long to figure out which line I'm on about. And um, it's not one that I, it's not a line that I don't think a mother should be using in a book about their own daughter. Um, and to be honest, it questions, did Jerry McCann know about that line in the book? before it was published or was he in on it because the way I see it if he was in on that line um, then you've got to question why he let that line be used or gave Kate McCann his support for that line um, because it certainly isn't right and doesn't seem right to me at all um, but if at the start of this episode you didn't quite know how them two investigations the Madeline McCann and the Shannon Matthews uh, cases were connected um, then hopefully you do now um, and you get where I'm coming from. Um, but I am, on that note, I am going to end the podcast. But if there is something you agree with me on or some comment that you want to uh, get out there um, or you know you want to speak to me then uh, you can always send me a
voice message via Spotify um, and failing that you can also email me um, and my email is Gareth G-A-R-E-T-H at gcblog.co.uk um, and as soon as I've seen that email or I've heard that voice message I will try if I need to to contact you and uh, speak to you about what I have said uh, in this podcast but please remember that the Madeleine McCann case is still going it's still being investigated Um, and what I have said in my podcast today and put out in my podcast today is purely what I think Um, I think it's rather weird Um, but until Madeline is found or someone tells police what has happened, then none of it can be taken as fact. Um, So I'm going to end the podcast, the uh, podcast, and thank you for listening and like I said if you uh, want to get in touch you can do I have given you uh, the details too so take care and stay safe bye bye for now